This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's. I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. So, you know, what was great last night was the uh, Democratic National Convention. Oh, man. Better than any of the other nights? I mean, better than any other program ever (laughs) broadcast on television. That was just terrific stuff. You know, start to finish. I mean, from uh, I I picked it up maybe around uh, Martin O'Malley, who was just magnificent. Um, was he really bad? Yeah, he was uh, very he, bad. I mean, it? he's saying things like America doesn't build walls. Wait, what? We've got a freaking wall around the White House, douche. Well, I bet there's a wall around your house or a fence at least. We build walls all the time to keep other people out of our homes. We have walls and locks on our doors. Don't tell me we America doesn't build walls. It's just asinine. It's just asinine. Yes, that is an asinine position. And I mean, he came it, out with, uh, you know, no jacket, his, his shirt, a button. Yeah, open. and he his looked, tie tried was... Trying yeah, to be Mr. Casual. Mr. Casual. Just agonizing. Yeah. Yeah. So you wonder, you know, I looked up there and I thought, ah, Martin O'Malley, good-looking guy. He's, you know, fairly literate. He's... Why didn't he do better? And then he starts speaking. And then you realize, oh, yeah, that's right. If he would have just come out and played his guitar, done a song for us, it would have been okay. It is that, though. I mean, you're right. And this is the issue with uh, many candidates. It's the hardest thing to do. And Barack Obama showed you last night um, how hard it is to do. You look at Barack Obama's speech. You look at Tim Kaine's speech. You realize. Tim Kaine sucked. I I mean, Kaine sucked. And Barack Obama does one thing well. He sounded pretty natural. You know, and sometimes guys don't when they're on teleprompter. Yeah. But, he, but he sounded pretty natural. Uh, it was just, I don't know, he just, the substance of what he said and the way he kept repeating certain phrases like, let me ask, can I ask you, can I ask you a question? Let me, can I tell you a joke? Can I say a word that I'm about to say? Just say, just say it. Just say it. Go with it. Will you? Stop asking permission. Terrible. Um, he was, yeah, he he's not good. He's, again, like, I don't think... A couple of things I, I learned from the Kane thing, watching it last night. One is he's nothing special. No. You know, he's just, and I mean, he he is what we thought he was, which is a you know boring choice because they don't want to screw things up, mm-hmm. thinking Donald Trump will implode. I mean, that is co- completely why he was chosen. Um, it's in a swing state, might help him maybe in Virginia, but that's why he was chosen. He, but he's nothing dynamic. Um, I have. I don't think Mike Pence is dynamic either. In fact, I think they both chose the same person, Pretty essentially. Close. Like, I mean, not policy-wise, obviously, but they made the same decision. Let's not make this about the VPs. Um, but I have no fear of Mike Pence getting destroyed in a debate by by uh, Tim Kaine. I would expect him to win it. Um, uh, you know, unlike when you know, I do I, back when it was Palin versus Biden, there was wor- I had worries there. Um, I did not have any worries here. He uh, he's. He's, it's not that he's not formidable. He's never lost an election. Um, Kane he, hasn't? Kane has never lost an election. Um, he's a formidable guy. He was governor and senator. 
Um, you know, he, you know, he has some things that some might define as moderate. Mm. Really, he's got a hundred percent voting record with NARAL, so I don't consider him at all to be pro-life or even anywhere close to it. Mm. However, he's he's not the worst choice in the world. They didn't want to pick like they could have picked uh, Julian Castro and taken a big risk, and he maybe he would have been dynamic, and maybe he would have been terrible. Um, they decided not to go that route. I think probably the right choice. Uh, you know, I think that's probably, and I think the same you thing got with Trump. Two radicals on the ticket. Then. You know, do you want Trump to pick um, Christie or no. Gingrich? I, I think there's a legitimate choice to to um, to say. There's a legitimate argument to say they're much more consistent with the campaign. Um, they'll say anything. They'll argue about stuff that they don't really believe. Uh, they're passionate. They fit better with Trump than Pence does. Mm-hmm. Pence instead is, as we were talking about yesterday, is batting cleanup, where he just has to come out and, 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 and release smart statements to try to explain Trump's dumb statements. That's a weird yeah. position um, to be in. But, I mean, you know, I heard Giuliani on CNN. He's doing the same thing. I mean, like, they're all the surrogates. That's their role here, is to try to explain away what the candidate says. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I get it. I don't know that Pence is particularly good at that. Uh, but he is not going to get in the way. He's not going to make himself the story. And I think those, that's the choice of both campaigns here. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. And then you see that against Barack Obama, who, um, you know, for all of his negatives, the one thing he does well are speeches, and not just speeches, speeches at conventions. Yeah. Like he's not a gr- I don't yeah. think he makes great speeches talking about the details of health care. But he makes great speeches when he's talking about soaring vision, quoting Ronald Reagan, quoting the founders. When he he's able to position things all like that, he, he does hates. well. Yeah. Ronald Reagan, oh, yeah. founders. It's all disingenuous <laughs> and fake. You know. But you realize watching every other speaker, mm-hmm. and I think this is encouraging, by the way, for the future of conservatism and the future of the Republican Party, if you care about those sorts of things. It's very possible the last eight years can be pretty much explained by one dynamic speaker, one dynamic candidate. Um, you know, Hillary Clinton can't is going to be completely destroyed by what Barack Obama did last night. When you put them side by side, she's going to be uninspiring. She's going to be poor. And she might try to make up for her inadequacies by screeching, too, which I hope she does. I hope so. For for our sake, we can only hope, but she, I hope her advisors are telling her he'll chill. You know, and it, it, it was kind of interesting to listen to uh, Kane pander last night to Spanish-speaking people. I mean, over and over he breaks in. Okay, I get it. You can speak Spanish. <laughs> I know. Okay. Like how we I were supposed to feel was, wait, wouldn't it be amazing if a Jeez, white guy man. could speak right. Spanish? Oh, my God! He, he did! He oh, does! My blown. Where's my ballot? Wow. Where's my ballot? I want to place my vote now. Yeah. I, it's stupid. It was not the uh, way mm. it was handled when uh, like Marco Rubio spoke Spanish a few times. That was never handled. George Bush <laughs> no, spoke right. Spanish. Jeb Bush spoke a lot of Spanish. No one cared about any of that stuff. Yeah, uh, They just care about it when uh, Tim Kaine does it, apparently. And it, he said some interesting, three really interesting things. One is that if, you know, for those who, uh, the, those disaffected Republicans who are looking, uh, who are who are looking for the party of Lincoln, you found a home with us. With, wait, 
was Lincoln, was Abraham Lincoln a communist? Because you guys all are. So how have I found a home with you? What the hell? Maybe Lincoln at his most controversial, where he suspended parts of the Constitution during the Civil War. We found a home with you there, maybe. I mean, the other thing he said was uh, that uh, he wanted to tell us something funny about the Senate. And uh, the funny thing was, when other people aren't listening, uh, Republicans would come up to him all the time and say, you know, Hillary was a tremendous senator. Hillary was a great <laughs> senator. I want one name. Give me a, a name names if you're going to do that. I mean, yeah. anybody can stand up there and say Republicans did this or that and in secret. Yeah, tell us who then. Mm-hmm. If if that really happened, I want to know who did it. There's only what fifty four mm. names. There's, yes, um, so that it could possibly be. So nay, I mean, you know, now, like, I I hesit, I doubt that anybody did that with him. But then Stu brought up a couple of names that you know make me have some pause. <laughs> yeah, because there's two ways to take that, and I think you're probably right that no one said it to him, and he's just lying. So yeah. that is right up front. That's the most likely scenario. But part of me thinks that. There are enough smarmy Republicans yep. uh, to come out and I mean, say that's those sorts of things and them, actually right? believe them. Yes. I mean, you know, uh, the first name that popped into my head was Orrin Hatch, Orin Hatch, a guy who was best friends with Orin Ted Kennedy, freaking uh, you Hatch, know, who constantly praises uh, people on the left yeah. um, because yeah. of the decorum of the Senate. Of course, right. then trashes uh, people who are actually conservative. Um, so John McCain, possible. Olympia McCain Snow, Susan yes. Collins. Yes. I mean, there are names now, out none there. None of those people would surprise me at all, and they're really not even a Republican. Lisa Murkowski. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's plenty of names. Maybe even the Turtles. What's Please, that? Maybe even the Turtles. Maybe Mitch McConnell the Turtles. I know. Said it. I know. Uh, so, but give us those names. I want to know about them so we can campaign against them all hard. Yeah. Uh, but they won't, because, they won't because right. of the decorum. Right. God, yes, yes, that's so true. I think it is possible that it happened, um, although none of the Republicans that they that would do that would would be people that we'd probably respect. And the other thing that really pissed me off was, and you know, <laughs> excuse me, bless you. You know that I'm not a huge Trump supporter, but <clears throat> this nonsense about his tax plan. Some independent uh, uh, independent analyst said that the Trump tax plan would cost Americans thirty trillion dollars in debt. What? What? (laughs) What? A, uh, that's not how a tax cut works. A tax cut gives the government somewhat less money, but it's usually made up for in the fact that the economy is boosted, so all the revenue actually goes up. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about there, but a tax cut doesn't cost anything. Mm -hmm. A tax cut doesn't cost the government money spending costs the government money right and and that's why and this is not how the analysis uh, was done to my understanding however if you were to take the entirety of the trump platform it very well may cost 30 trillion dollars this is a guy who's saying the government is going to pay for everyone's health care that is not going to be covered is a guy who's saying well that could cost expand. but that's not the tax cut right but if he, if he were to cost mm. Or to cut taxes and then expand all the programs sure. he's promised to expand Medicaid, Medicare, uh, universal health care, um, uh, obviously military spending. He said he's going to increase, which some of that is understandable and you might agree with. Um, but they're going to keep they're going to keep going and going and going with these things. Um, and 
in the end, it, he, we would definitely go into a debt with a Trump presidency, not because of the tax cuts, but because of the spending. I mean, remember, he's also there, and they're not factoring in also the fact that he's coming to the table saying he's raising some people's taxes too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an important part of this. Although it's changed so many times, it's hard to know which plan they scored. It's, it, but it's like it, it's like this company coming to me and saying, "Pat, we're not going to give you a raise for the next ten years," and me saying, "Well, you've just cost me four million dollars." You've just put me $4 million in debt. No. Well, no. We're just not going to pay you more than we're currently now paying you. We're going to continue to pay you. Day. We're going to continue right. to pay you what you're, what you're making. Right. But we're not going to pay you another uh, increase on top of that. Well, that's the same thing they're saying now, is that that's going to cost $30 trillion. First of all, $30 trillion is absolutely preposterous. The Trump plan, to my knowledge is a tax increase for the wealthiest Americans. I mean, he said it certainly he many times. He has said it over and over again, is that he's going to raise taxes on the wealthiest. Uh, so how is that costing the government $30 trillion? It's, I mean, ludicrous. Yeah, and, 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 and to, 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 to play with your analogy a little bit there, it's, it's almost more like someone's, like you going to the company and them, them saying like, Look, uh, you know, we're going to uh, we're not going to cut cost. Uh, we're not going to cut your salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you saying, well, you, you them saying we want to cut your salary. You saying no. And then them saying, well, if you don't cut the salary, it's going to cost us. No. I mean, that was your salary. Like, right. They, they want to play with it. And it's yeah. like, you know, the idea. This is a fundamental thing. And it goes back to we've explained it with the votes as well. Liberals look at money that goes to the government as their money, which they may or may not decide to give you some of. So all of your money is theirs, and they are nice enough to let you keep 40% of it or 50% of it or 60% of it. Right. Um, Where conservatives look at that historically and say, wait a minute, no, it's our money, and they keep taking some of it. So if they take a little bit less, that's nice, but they're still taking our money. Um, it's the same thing we were saying with votes. It's like it's not Donald Trump's vote. It's not the GOP's vote. They don't have it. And then I get I'm taking it from them to give to a third party. The right. GOP doesn't have my vote. It's my vote. I decide who I give it to. Do I give it to the GOP? Well, did they earn it? That's the, that's the open question. If you think, oh, yeah, you know what? Donald Trump has earned my vote. Well, then give it to him because it's yours to give to Donald Trump if he earned it. The same thing goes for any third party candidate. They need to earn your vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the idea that it's, well, it's Donald Trump's. It's a, that's why a vote for anyone else is a vote for Hillary Clinton, because you're costing Donald Trump a vote. No, I'm not costing Donald Trump anything. It's mine. And it's a, it, any conservative who looks at it that way, think about what you're saying. You're embracing the liberal argument on taxes. That's your argument. And if you feel comfortable with that, fine. I know certainly the party seems to be comfortable with that uh, logic at this point, mm-hmm. but it's it's utterly insane. Uh, I mean, the whole night was utterly insane. It really was. I, they brought out a mother whose son was killed in the Orlando shooting. Uh, and <laughs> the agonizing part of it was not one mention of radical Islam, not a peep really? about radical Islam. It was all about guns. It was oh about gosh. it was about the gun grab, and that her her son would be alive if it weren't for guns and all that kind of stuff. And uh, hello, 
do you know he he was killed by somebody who was saying Allah Akbar? I mean, come on. I don't I don't know how they get away with continually ignoring the problem of terrorism and ignoring the threat from radical Islam, but they do. And and the the there were there was several themes last night. One of course was bashing Trump. But the other two were uh the climate change thing, which was so agonizing, and the gun grab. And uh the the fact that the GOP are science deniers, deniers. Donald Trump is a science denier. From the people who deny that a that a human fetus is human inside the womb, <laughs> deny that a, a human being is a human being inside the womb, and they, you know, they don't know that if you have a penis, you're a man. They don't know any of that. Wait. No, no, that might be a woman. We, how's he feeling today? Feeling like a she? Well, that's a woman then. No, it's got a man part there. Did you just um, say that on the air? I did. I mean, we're we're, we're off did. the air. We were no, not. No, we're not. We're oh we're my on gosh, the broadcast oh, right now. Amazing. Man. Yeah, that kind of science <laughs> was actually spoken on this show. How hateful science can be. That's it? amazing. <laughs> Jeez. In the next nineteen seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's. I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.